You're listening to the Salty Sex Cast with Mariah and friends. Minimize the fear. Expand your awareness. Hello. Welcome to the Salty Sex Cast. It's Mariah here. And I am joined by my lovely studio assistant, button boy, Brady. (laughs) (laughs) I think I'm supposed to be called the producer. That's what I put on my dating profile anyways. Yeah, you're ish. Ish. You produce. Ish. A very important piece. You push the buttons and you get all the settings. Yeah. Well, and I like I wipe match. off the table. Yeah. I all well, and you've built our beautiful studio. Um, all I do is I take the audio and the video and I go, and then I make sure it looks kind of nice for YouTube, and then I put it on YouTube, and then I set everything up to to queue up for all of our platforms. Well, in any other show that I would work on, I would do that. Mm-hmm. But the reason we didn't start out that way is because you were very picky. Um, perfectionist like, You were like, no, no, I'll do this. Yeah. With this little hand motion too. No, no. No, 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 no. No, no. Taking this away from you. <laughs> no, no. Oh. I don't know if that made it in the camera, but that's a very Mariah motion where there's like, um, it's, yank. No, 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 no. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so if anyone wanted to see that on video, we are on YouTube. You can find us under Salty Sex Cast like everything else. But um, welcome to the show. Today we're going to talk about... Drum roll, Brady. I don't know if I have one. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> I have I have a funny one. I don't have a normal Everyone one. Everyone imagine a very sexy drum roll, whatever that sounds like. <laughs> Brady's little fingers. Okay, finger tap, <laughs> finger tap, finger tap. There you go. Those are some those are some speedy fingers, my friend. I used to drum. Okay, all right. Um now I forgot what we were talking about. Unmet, Unmet needs. Yes. How do you know you have an unmet need? How do you fucking communicate that with a partner or partners or even just anyone else? And what's important about that when someone else is communicating an unmet need to you? And sometimes it can catch you off guard if you felt unmet because you might be like, why am I angry? And and you don't realize why you're angry, right? Mm -hmm. I do that. And typically those are the red flags that something's not being met. Even if you personally have not recognized your own unmet needs, Mm -hmm. but you're irritable, you're snappy, you Mm -hmm. have less patience um, because internally, you know, something's not being met. Yeah. Um, I'm, I I notice I get snappy and a little shitty about things. I'm just like, okay, you go do your thing, you know, kind of. And then it's like, oh, maybe I haven't been getting this or whatever. And is this a need? And how am I supposed to recognize that in myself? Then on that flip side, when someone's telling me I have continually not met their needs and not be defensive about it, right? So that's always kind of hard. Yeah, you can close that. Thanks, friend open window for a second and it's hot hot i already have some swass we might not we might not make it through the whole episode i might go turn that back on i wore a tank top and a dress and i might just yeah i'm in shorts (laughs) (laughs) thank Uh, you for fanning your swass at me (laughs) you're so welcome 
We're gonna make a um, candle that was fragrance. Swissy. Swissy. Your, your direction. That was Swissy. Thank you. Um, okay. Swissy. Well, one of my needs and just got met, so that's good. I'm so glad I could meet you. <laughs> so not getting defensive, right? When mm -hmm. someone says, hey, um, I could use a little bit more of this, or um, I just realized maybe the reason I was grumpy was because of this, right? Mm -hmm. So many things are going on right in that moment. Totally. First of all, you have to communicate in a nonviolent way. So we're going to talk about nonviolent communication theory today. Cool. Yes. What's that? We'll find out in just a second, oh, okay. my friend. <laughs> Sorry. And then <laughs> second, you have to listen with empathy. You first have to have empathy for yourself to recognize that that was an unmet need. So mm -hmm. listening non-judgmentally, being aware of needs for yourself and needs for others. And that's part of all listening with empathy. And so the communication piece, the listening piece, and then there's a commitment piece, right? What if someone says, hey, I finally just recognized I have an unmet need right now. I was able to communicate it and I was very proud of myself to communicate that. But what if it is something I can't fulfill for you? Can't do it. There's a lot of pieces. And this is just with one partner, with one person and another person. Yeah. Can you imagine multiples? Thruples? I can, actually. Well, okay, yes. <laughs> but I'm just saying, that's how much more- For the average more, person, maybe not, right? Yeah, and that's how much more complicated things start getting when we start throwing in more people and more conversations and it's like, oh, this partner meets it, but that partner doesn't, has an, I have an unmet need between that partner. So how do I communicate that with not letting them feel like um, they do it better or they're better than you, like a better partner than you. You never want to hear that. So sure. we'll kind of skirt around the polyamorous or multiple partners for that. We'll really just kind of center between one person and another. Just try to keep it easy. We're going to simplify as much today as we can. Let our listeners leave with some skill that they can start practicing as soon as they're done listening. Perfect. But again, it's a practice. Like, so you have to continually work on it. It's not a, hey, I listened to one one hour podcast episode <laughs> and I am fucking enlightened and I know how to communicate and recognize my unmet needs. I already feel enlightened. Good. By Why? the just the six minutes we've talked. That's all we've talked? Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> You can see the timer. Why are you so surprised? Well, I'm trying to look at you. I'm trying ah. to give you attention, my friend. So this episode wasn't put together because I'm terrible at communicating unmet needs, was it? Like this wasn't planned out between you and Jamie. It would have the... been cute if it was. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean? Like you didn't meet my need by meeting today for this. No, no, no. My I meant, need. Yeah. Was this no. put together because I'm terrible at telling Jamie when my needs aren't met? I think this is everyone okay everyone needs to work on this i really really recognized it that it was kind of apparent on our girls trip because we all had to talk about our unmet needs and it's like oh my gosh how do we communicate that and i was like this is something i'm recognizing huge and it was a big change so we went on this girls trip to canab i went with brady's wife jamie mm -hmm. we were chatting and i came home feeling so refreshed and energized and i was like that was such a great trip 
what was so different about that trip than any other trip I've been on. Um, it wasn't because like Justin was gone or the kids were gone because it wasn't anything different. But I was like, so I had to do a lot of internal work of like, what was different? It wasn't like we did these amazing expensive excursions or had a ton of like things planned. Like we actually had a lot of little like hiccups and things that we had to like pivot mm-hmm. and and things. And I'm all, that's why. When something didn't work out to the expectation. It didn't matter. It did not matter. No yeah. one cared. We were all like, oh, okay, let's just change. That was an unmet need for me. Just having like freedom? No, my between my partner and I, Justin and I, mm-hmm. sometimes when things don't go as expected, it is a very negative. It can be super stressful. Yeah, and, and I, I get it. He trusts me as his partner to be able to complain and, and, and like talk about how frustrating that is, not mm-hmm. meeting, you know, like whatever this plan was and how it didn't work out. But I felt like that's always the negative. Like there's never like, oh my gosh, that was kind of funny. That didn't work out. And we had to go and do this different thing. Mm. This isn't all the time. Let me like, let me definitely clarify. But it was apparent because there was almost like none of that from but, this trip. But you've said Justin is, he's like a calendar guy. Oh, for sure. Yeah. He wants to know the expectation before we even step a foot in someone's house. Like if sure. there's a party or whatever, what time are we leaving? How long are we staying? If I'm going to work on something, like if I'm editing podcasts and sometimes it takes me five minutes and sometimes it takes me an hour and a half Mm -hmm. or longer, like depending on how much we fuck up, Brady, (laughs) 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 AKA me, um, it just depends. And so he's always like, well, when are you going to be done? And I just don't have that answer. Mm -hmm. So it's really hard for me. One of my unmet needs, it was so apparent on that trip. I finally was like, oh figured this out how mm-hmm. enlightening it's so fantastic that i kind of saw that but that's just one tiny piece yeah i've been able to recognize that's why sometimes i'm tired of plans because i can't give you a def- definition mm-hmm. i don't know a de- 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 definitive mm-hmm. i don't know you know so it's just one of those things that like i just kind of like whatever you plan it you know, because then you have control and I'm cool to just chill. Yeah. But it is really fun being part of that planning process and like being able to do something that I want to do. And it's never I'm usually quite pleased with what Justin does anyway and what we we plan together. So I don't have a whole lot of complaints, but it was the negative, like just focusing on the negative, not being able to like laugh off the little mistakes we have totally in the past. But there was like, OK, I see that now. How do I communicate that with my partner? Sure. Um, so he's if he's listening to this before we've actually had this conversation, <laughs> pause it now. Let's have a chat. Um, because I haven't. I mean, it hasn't come up. We haven't sat down. I'm like, hey, I really enjoyed this trip because of X, Y, Z. But more like, hey, I would love to have more spontaneity and sure. just laugh off the silly things that don't work out and just get in the car and go kind of thing. Um, and not worry about a deadline when we're coming back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. That makes sense. So, but I worried to say something because maybe that will be, that could trigger some defensiveness. So I need to make sure I'm really, really careful on the words that I pick. It is not, hey, you always are negative. 
hey, when something doesn't work, you're always so rude about it or complain about it to me. Mm-hmm. I want him to be able to vent to me as a partner. I want him to be able to say, hey, like, pretty frustrated. That he obviously trusts out. you to be able to share that with you. Oh, yeah. We, yeah. we share so much with each other. And then, so this has been on my mind a little bit. Okay. So it's the negative comments. It's only seeing what's not working. That kind of, that, that's heavy. That drags a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I also know it takes a lot of trust to tell someone those those things too. And then I started looking at my interactions with him. They're similar. I can bitch and moan about certain things because I trust him with the information and I know it's just maybe a vent, maybe it's something else. So then it's like, okay, I need to make sure I'm giving more positive things and talking about what's going well too. Mm-hmm. Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth constantly right and i haven't even had a conversation with him but this is whole my, my whole process well, you haven't had an opportunity right because you guys haven't really planned a trip or anything since you've just been mutilating your friends with your gazebo <sighs> yes so from what i hear i mauled my friend and you know talk about an un- unmet need there right <laughs> I'm, hey, so- I'm sorry my gazebo is my unmet need okay i need to be fucking outside <laughs> In my backyard, enjoying that space. I work from home. It'll be up soon. Yeah, I know. We're damn near close to being done. But anyway, and then it's like hot as balls outside. I look, I always look at my watch because I have the temperature. I was looking at your watch. Thanks. Because it's supposed to be a scrunchie. So it's like cute. It's the scrunchie band for um, Apple watches. I absolutely love it. So you don't have to like latch it. I can just slip it on and it makes Well, Apple's dumb, but that's a cool band. Mm -hmm. Keep saying that. (laughs) Um, Sorry. No, all so good. Unmet, un, un, I, I, I derailed yeah. you a little bit. No, no. Unmet needs. Unmet needs. So I'm thinking in my head, okay, this is a back and forth thing. I have recognized an unmet need for myself. I have thought of how do I want to communicate this with my partner, but this is a give and take communication piece too. Mm-hmm. So what is his unmet need? Because if I'm saying my unmet need is looking at the negative only having something to complain about not really looking at the positive i don't want to say here's an unmet need this is in the negative column not the positive i'm not giving you positive feedback sure a couple different ways we can do it you can do like a a positive sandwich so it's a here's a positive something you're doing really well here's this thing that we sandwich yeah yeah i don't use the word but i never say you're doing really well but but it's more like, this is going really well. This is something I would like to work on. And this is something we both do really well or we're doing really well in and I'm really excited. And Yeah, as soon as people positive. say, but, I just turn off. I'm like, fucking, you just tried to trick me and I'm not playing your stupid yeah. game. <laughs> and sometimes that's how the language comes out. But, but, Brady, but, Brady, listen, listen, friend. If you take a few minutes and think about how you want to say something Mm -hmm. before it's said, especially when emotions are high, how valuable can that be for a relationship? Oh yeah. So just, just take a moment and for me to be mulling this over for kind of a couple weeks, like cause it's not obviously it's not a huge unmet need that I can't survive without it. It's not detrimental well, it, to our relationship. And it sounds like but, it's an un, it's an occasional unmet need, right? Like it really kind of only pops up during like planned things that don't go well. 
Sometimes, but so, sometimes I feel like it, it, it. There is a lot of but, attention on the negative things, and yeah. that does drag me down for sure. I, I have am the same a, thing going on with Jamie right now. Yeah, I'm a, a very positive. I need. Here's another unmet need. So here we go. If I have to say the sentence, I need. That's another thing. I need more positive reinforcement. Right. Mm-hmm. I need to be told. This is going well. Good job. Fucking give me a high five. Words of affirmation are really, really big for me. Um, So tell me what is going well, what is going right. And let's build off of that. Sure. I don't want to just hear everything that's going well. I mean, I still want to hear some things, but I also don't want to hear. So what is his unmet need in this situation when I'm talking to him? I don't want him to make make him feel like he's less than or hasn't been doing a good job either yeah because he is doing a good job there's just something to it to improve on yeah there's just something like hey i actually just realized that there was an unmet need i'm really proud of myself for recognizing that i know that's a huge piece that i've been working on for a long long time sure is what do i need because i'm definitely one that really I get a lot of energy giving people things and giving what they need and recognizing their needs, Mm -hmm. which is great. And that's part of one of my needs. But sometimes there's points that I need to maybe put a boundary because now I'm like, well, I've told you that I've told you that in the past when you remember when you were asking me about like, you know, changes to the show. It was right after Pamela had told us she was leaving. Yeah, And I was like, bro, you do this to be fun and energetic and healthy and help people heal. Yeah. And you can't do that if you're not healthy yourself. Yeah, don't put those out unless they're sponsoring us. Can I pop the wrapper off? Yeah, Ooh, I can. Now I have a naked bottle. Yeah. Not like naked brand, but like. See through. Mm hmm. Any hoosers. <laughs> um, I'm just kidding. I don't is care this if you like put a the shampoo label up. bottle thick. <laughs> what? Inside joke. If you don't get it, you need to listen to all the episodes. Like, right meow. But. <laughs> And leave us a, what is it called? A review on Applecast or something? On Applecast. On, What's it called? <laughs> on Apple Podcasts. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Brady. It's a dying service anyway. So oh, about shut up. They're stupid products. <laughs> Stop dogging on them. What if they were a sponsor? What if they were thinking, hey, you know what? I really like this Mariah and Brady folk. These Mariah, these folks. Wow. They're me. Yeah. And I want to sponsor their their sex podcast that they do in a garage in Hooper, Utah. You're talking about Apple, the company? I'm, I'm, t- I'm talking about Apple, the company, and you just fucked it, Brady. Well, they'd have to send me some products and change my mind. But, All right. Yeah. That's okay. I've never used them. I only talk shit about Apple because I've only happened to have Android. Yeah. All good. Okay. But anyways. Unmet needs. Yeah. Continue. Yeah. Communication. So, that's me. I When I start communicating that with somebody i have to also think of what are your you know i'm pretending i'm communicating with you and your needs right brady what are your needs in that moment too do you need to feel heard do you don't want to feel like i'm coming at you yeah you want me to also tell you what's going right in the moment too so the only thing that i'm you're taking away i don't want you to the only thing you're taking away from the conversation is what you need to improve on Mm -hmm. here's what's going well Here's something we can improve. Here's something else that's going well. Yeah. Well, sometimes it can be hard. And I mean, I don't know, maybe like, I hate generalizing between like men and women, but sometimes I feel like 
women are a little bit maybe better at listening. Like if I were to come at Jamie with a criticism and I'm like, Jamie, you don't do this enough mm-hmm. or whatever. <clears throat> she doesn't take it as an attack, but she could come at me with the same line. Yeah. And I'm like, what bitch you want to fight? Mm-hmm. You know? I'm like, I mean, I don't actually fight her, hey. but yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I don't ever physically fight her, but I mean, I might, I, it might, you know, I get my, I get my get dander defensive. up and I'm like, yeah, you want to go? Let's verbally have this out. What's going on in that moment, Brady? Um, well, so the most recent argument that we had, it was it started up really fast and was over with really quick. And I realized what was happening was I was having relationship PTSD. Okay. And we were talking about decorating. Mm-hmm. And it was something that pissed me off. Um, this house, houses in general just fucking make me angry. But so every time I've had a relationship and I've let that person use my house... And I called it their house as well because mm-hmm. I thought, you know, forever relationships. Well, they would say something about like, well, it's your house or something like that. And it would just fucking piss me off because it was like, no, I invited you into my fucking life and this is part of it. So stop yeah. fucking saying that. And uh, I sound angry already, but I'm not angry. I'm just mimicking that. Yeah. But we were talking about something stupid like uh, I can't remember what it was. Oh, it was. Um, is it your basement? Yeah, it's a basement. Uh, outlet covers we were looking at outlet covers <laughs> and i just told jamie whatever you want i don't care okay because i'm not a decorator mm-hmm. and like we're putting the i'm putting together a basement for her to have a happy space yeah because she feels like there's no happy space in the house for her which, i get it that's why i want my backyard yeah and yeah. i keep and i keep telling yeah i keep telling her all the time that fucking make a happy space tell me what you want me to do and i'll do it mm-hmm. but um so we're doing this basement and she starts talking to me about like outlet covers or something and I just felt resistance. It wasn't even that she was arguing with me about it. I just felt resistance. Mm. And I just got, I just flared up and was like, fuck you. Like, I didn't say fuck you, but I was just like, I was like, I'm building this space for you. I'm working really hard on it. I need your fucking help right now. And you're not doing it. And she was like, she was kind of shocked. She was like, what the fuck? Like, I was just asking a question because I didn't know if they made this and I was and in my mind I was like no you weren't you were arguing and mm-hmm. so I was like getting fired up and then my phone rings right and my boss calls so I was like I, I'll be right back and because I don't like being in the house when my boss calls because the dog will bark and uh, so I walked outside and it was like the moment I stepped outside I realized I was like oh my god Jamie's not my ex-wife I shouldn't be yelling at her yeah so as soon as I hung up the phone I walked in I was like Jamie I'm so sorry I yeah. said I that was that was clearly me having a flashback of an emotional circumstance that I had before, mm-hmm. right? And so she was just like, she's looking at me like a deer in the headlights. She's like, I don't even know what the fuck just happened. <laughs> and I was like, I don't either. But like something that hurts my feelings really fast is you, my wife, mm-hmm. who's on the deed now and on the loan, calling this my house or like, not being a part of a prob a project yeah. that I was doing to make you happy anyways. Yeah. So it was really it was like a flash PTSD. That was our most recent argument. Um what was the unmet need in that interaction? I just wanted her to tell me what kind of outlet cover she wanted. <laughs> That's all I needed. <laughs> what do you think her unmet need was in that interaction? She wanted more information. Yeah. That's all she wanted. She didn't. Yeah. She was asking questions, which I took as at the time because of my PTSD. I took as resistance. She was argument. being curious, yeah. coming at you with some curiosity, and you came at her with judgment. Yeah, I was like, I am judging the situation. This is 
this is what it used to be like and so nope instead of just kind of being like hey um you know i'm not in a great place right now Mm -hmm. because of that can we come back to this or well in that moment ask me that in a different way in that in that moment there was no identifying that i just like had a flashback Mm -hmm. and it took me walking out of the door to like i mean i had to take that phone call so like i wasn't running away from the fight i just had to take this call yeah um so if something very similar happened again and you were in that immediate like hey i reacted in a way i don't want to be reacting yeah what's your next move i hope i recognize it okay you Uh, recognize it so i'm giving you that answer right now i'm going to apologize for my anger immediately okay because by the time i recognize it, i've probably already been snappy snappy and Mm -hmm. mean yeah or been like because i mean generally when i have these ptsd moments i'll look at jamie and be like why the fuck are you fighting with me and she looks at me like i'm not Mm. (laughs) and i'm like you know i i don't say i I generally don't say fuck when i'm talking to my wife by the way but that's how i feel and honestly i've never seen jamie get fired up so for her for you to feel like she's coming after you yeah there has got to be something going on it's straight up full-blown ptsd Yeah, yeah. yeah so knowing that knowing what you know if when i recognize it i immediately apologize and then i sit down and i ask the question a different way or i ask her to re-explain herself mm-hmm. so that i can and then like once i recognize it and i tell her look i'm sorry i shouldn't have, you're i know you're not my ex-wife i know you're mm-hmm. not my ex-girlfriend whatever um then she can ask me or say whatever it was she was saying before does she have to change her tone is it the way she acts I think, it? I think it's very situational really that's hard for her yeah I, th- I think it really it has to do with like it could i mean jamie does have a tone generally like i mean you've you've been around her she usually just sounds sort of meh about everything but almost like she's a little annoyed so i could see like yeah. what covers do we need and so i mean like okay what covers do we need yeah so minute but it is so a different, minute. yeah it is a difference and so mm-hmm. i'm sure that could be especially if you're distracted thinking of something else with your adhd <laughs> yeah and then something well i need to order them in. now because of my adhd yeah yeah so I'm like, so we gotta get these so I can something stung. comes mm-hmm. in and just stabs yeah you're just like ooh, that didn't hit and it, that triggers it, it it's like my fight or flight instinct like i was so used to housing pro- i mean part of the reason part of the reason why i'm divorced from my first wife was because i drilled a hole mm-hmm. um i mean there's a whole lot of other problems there sure too but that was maybe the straw that well that was one thing that she would like scream at me about like i remember my therapist being like why'd you drill that hole because we were going to couples therapy and i was like because she fucking needed it Mm. I didn't want to put a hole in my fucking floor. She fucking needed a hole in the floor. I was doing her a favor. Yeah. So I was like, and the, and the therapist was like, yeah, you probably should have talked to her. And I was like, yeah, I thought I did when she said she needed the fucking phone cord routed to her room. So, and I was just like, I was okay. like, all I'm yeah. doing is solving this fucking problem. Yeah. She wasn't home for me to, you know, talk to her about wherever the hole went. But so I just went and drilled this hole. And like, I, I did it really nice. Like I pulled the carpet back and like drilled under the carpet pad even. I pulled the pad back and then I, when I ran the line through it, I like put it back so you could just barely see this little phone line poking down around the corner of the carpet. And then I like went down in the basement and I routed it up through the heating system. 
mm-hmm. so that it didn't I didn't have to punch a hole in the bedroom. But then she came home and was like, how'd you do that? And I was like, yeah, I drilled a hole over there on the floor. She's like, oh, you're just fucking drilling holes in the house without my permission? And then she starts like screaming at me and I'm just sitting there like, "Yeah, I thought I did a good thing here. Like, you needed this for your job. And and now well, you're screaming at me? So, what was your unmet need in that situation? Thank you. Thank you for taking time out of your day to do something that I needed. No one validated your work. Yeah. You're just looking for validation. Yeah. And I, yeah. And, and I told them that at the time I was like, you shouldn't have been screaming at me. You should have been saying fucking thank you. Yeah. So my wife was, up, my here, ex-wife was upset Yeah, because I poked a hole in the house that we had bought together. And we can go down. Yeah. Um, Sorry. Stories for a while. No, you're fine. I'm going to bring in you back, Brady. Oh, well, I just well, sing on the podcast. Ew, don't do that again. You sounded really pretty. No, I'm never going to do it again. No, you sound great. Listen, we're going to end this podcast on a high note. And we're going to talk about needs and expectations and 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 meetings at the end. I want to tell you a fucking hilarious story. Okay, but you did say something. You said you should have done this. You should have done that. Who should have? You said that your wife should have said fucking thank you. Yeah, she should have. Try that sentence, that statement in your head, saying, "I needed you to say thank you." Yeah. When someone says you should have done this, which is an unmet need, yeah. you are recognizing it's an unmet need. Sorry, I dropped my pen. You're fine. But how you <clears throat> are coming at or when you're communicating with somebody else, that is their trigger word. That is their... Um, should have? Should have. You should have done something. Oh, more like, oh, I see what you're saying. I need, I need to change my language. I needed instead I of you should have. I can control myself. And you can control yourself. I don't want to control you and your thoughts, but I am telling you what I needed. If I say you should have, I'm telling you what you need, what you have to do. Yeah. But if I'm saying, hey, I needed you to say thank you, um, that's still putting the ball back in her court. And she's not getting defensive because she didn't do it. You should have no, done that. I, I like how you say that. Yeah. I, what yeah. I needed in that moment. Yeah. No, yeah. that's, and maybe that's, um, you know, because Jamie and I, we're, you know, we're a normal couple. We have our normal arguments and sometimes they get I heated. Everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want everyone when they're thinking of their unmet needs and if they have any attempt to communicate them, you've heard of, I'm sure this is a age old therapy technique. Use the I statements, but I need or I am recognizing that this piece is something missing. Yeah. This piece is what maybe made me upset. This piece is what I feel could be helpful to make me feel good, wanted, loved, appreciated. I mean, that's all we're looking for, right? Yeah. We want to be validated as human beings and partners. So I need and get rid of the fuck should. Should, should have, you should have. Yeah. We you know, um, well, I'm, I'm a little bit more vibrant on the podcast with my fucks. No, so no, I, I yeah, think no. I am. So I have I never when I'm heard talking you. to people. I don't. Yeah, no, I have to. I, I, I have fucking to, call you out. I mean, I've, yeah. I've probably said that a couple of times. Like, ooh, let's let's try to word that again. Like, that's a little hostile. And I think I'm very um, like attuned to it. Like mm-hmm. it, it will like I that's hearing other people talk to each other and interact with each other. Mm hmm. And I'm like, can we do that again? 
can we take that word out, please? Like, it's so oh, we hard would. for me to not like interject myself, but it makes me so uncomfortable sometimes. I'm just very, very um, aware me and of Jamie communication. Went, went camping recently. Yeah. And it was hilarious, but we come pulling up. Like, I thought the situation was funny. But also, it's like, that's got to suck after a whole long day on the boat. But we pull up, and I, I look over the other camp, and I'm like, oh, no. That windstorm that just came through that we were driving in came through the camp and ripped that trailer's awning off. And, like, those people have been out on the boat all day long. <sighs> They're going to come back to their awning all over their fucking campground. Well, and then at one point, I look out the window because me and Jamie are just chilling mm-hmm. and talking in the trailer. I think I was trying to take a nap and listen to the Civil War, as you do. And uh, so I'm like looking out the window and I was like, oh, they're back. I'm going to go see if they want some help because I've got a ratchet strap. I'll give it to them so they can ratchet that thing back up to their trailer. And uh, like as I was like walking out of the trailer, I heard like the dad or the man, whatever he is, is like standing in the back of his truck. And he's like, you shut your fucking mouth and fucking listen to me. I'm tired of your shit. And so I was just like, oh, I'm not giving these people my ratchet strap and I'm not interjecting myself in this either. Right? Because he was like, shut your fucking mouth. And he was like yelling at somebody. I, I didn't even look. I was just like, I'm going on. I'm going inside. <laughs> and I get it. Like when emotions are high, like things just come out. So you have to come into these situations calmly to be able to choose some words that you want and you mean. Yeah. So that's hard. There is an emotional intelligence piece to this whole thing for Mm -hmm. sure. So if you're not aware of your emotions, if you're not aware of your triggers, if you're not aware of your partner's emotions and their triggers, maybe start there. Like you guys have some work to do and a Mm -hmm. therapist would be a great place to start. But if you're already recognizing those things and now you're just like, hey, what's a great way to to figure out unmet needs and that I don't really think a therapist is necessary. Um, by then, you probably have enough emotional intelligence that you can continue building on. And so, this is just a way, great way to start directing that. I think when it comes to Jamie and I, I, I think I need therapy mm-hmm. where she's actually she's very pretty well together. I think sometimes. She thinks that she needs a therapist, but I really, maybe, <laughs> I mean, I guess I'd have to ask her, but I, I don't think so. I think one of the, one of the things that I think frustrates her is like, it generally is something that I have that relationship PTSD that we fight about. You have some healing to do, yeah. or I'm hearing Brady mm-hmm. that you have some healing to do. I'm not telling you that that's what it is. You can tell me that you've always been blunt with me. Go ahead. <clears throat> but have I ever said you should go do therapy? No. No. But I have I'm sure you've thought it. I have been most definitely like, fuck, there's some shit going on that like, that's that's hard. That's tough. It's When have you thought that? When you have talked about your old relationships and PTSD and I'm oh, like, yeah. you got some healing. You got, I, I mean, I don't think... Well, and poor, and poor Jamie, she, you know how like she's just sort of like, eh, you know, she's just, she's so even killed. She's not going to be the one. I don't see her putting her foot down and saying, hey, go get some therapy. I need this from you. Yeah. I need you to handle this piece on your own because I'm unable to provide that need for you. The good news is I am looking for a therapist. Yeah. Yeah. So far. We though, know a couple. Well, so far the. I'd be willing to do it on the air even, but... Um, they can't. Um, they'll lose their license. We just won't let them use their name. All right. Maybe. Possibly. I yeah. can I'll, I can relationship coach you. 
Oh, well. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Any, anyways. It's so different than therapy. And, and when you know you have something from the past that you're getting stuck on, coaching isn't your answer. You need well, therapy. And I haven't, so I haven't reached out to any of the people that we've talked to through the show because mm-hmm. I feel like there might be a little bit of a conflict of interest, right? I can and see then, that. But unfortunately, I'm most of turn the, away from the camera so I can fan my, my, <laughs> 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 it's a little warm. Should we turn the air conditioning back on? I think we should. No, because I think it's going to fuck up the recording and then it's going to be like so smooth and quiet at the beginning and then like halfway through it's like (laughs) in the background. Yeah, so every once in a while we'll probably have to have it on just because it's fucking summer in Utah and we have this crazy heat wave and I'm so glad they're banning fireworks right now because we are in a goddamn drought. Neither here nor there, but continue. My struggle with trying to find a therapist is most of them that I've talked to have been trying to get me to get right with Jesus. So, yeah. which is unfortunate that they want me to believe in their mythology before they'll teach me how mm-hmm. to fix my PTSD. Yeah, and I'm glad you're interviewing your therapist before you sign up for your therapist. So yeah. it's a really good, healthy way to handle that. Okay, unmet needs. Friend, we yeah. were talking about communication, right? Yes. This is the communication piece. Tell me about the violent one. Nonviolent communication. That theory is talking about, I have to think of my unmet needs. Mm -hmm. I have to consider your unmet needs. Oh. And I bring in observations, not assumptions, not judgments, not... um, I get a little judgy. It's hard. (laughs) That is fucking human nature. Everyone gets judgy. Everyone's like, bitch the fuck you just come off at like you know and yeah we we assume things we start internalizing things we start seeing things that maybe weren't there like if i used a tone with you and you heard it one way but my intention was totally different we are on opposite sides of are the you sure did, jamie didn't set you up to do no this? this is something i do all day every day um with so many people so i felt like maybe we can pull some of our topics from the podcast and start mm-hmm pulling back onto some of the basic pieces we all need. If you're thinking of polyamory and orgies and who knows what's it's that we've talked about, let's go back to first communication and your unmet needs. Why are you interested in those? You have an unmet need and that's why it's interesting. How do you even talk to your partner about that? So this is kind of like that first step. Yeah. Okay. I mean, by the communication orgies, I'll say, yeah, maybe there's an unmet need, but polyamory doesn't seem like you you can there's be a healthy person and want polyamory. Yeah, but there's an unmet need, and that's why you're driven to oh, yeah. polyamory. I'm kind of driven towards it, too. Since uh-huh. since we had Mia around, I could totally get having another person around, because Jamie's, yeah. Jamie's very one way, and sometimes it's fun to have a firecracker running around, like, ruining your life. It mixes things up. It really yeah. does. And I need someone less responsible around, because Jamie's always telling me not to buy stuff on Amazon. I need someone to be like, do it. Do it. No, no, no. You need some... <laughs> <laughs> you need Brady. I'm telling you what you need. That's, you tell me. That's another fuck up too. It's not me who's telling you what you need, but I can say and I can say, I'm seeing that this might be a need for you. Am I correct or not? And then give you time that's and good space. Language. I like that. And give you time and space to adjust and say, okay, not you're wrong right away, and just being like, I can kind of see how maybe that could be. But really, it's this. Oh, okay. 
So this is an exchange. Neither one of us are getting defensive because we don't know. You kind of have, are your eyes watering? Are you crying? Is this so beautiful? No, I just yawned really hard. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, it looks like you're crying a little bit. Plus I have a fucking ring light in my face. I have no makeup on today. So like I wore a hat. Shut up, you look good. I wore a hat to try to... (laughs) Take that away. I forgot it was going to be in camera. You're like naturally beautiful. You know that, right? You You don't need makeup. You look fine. Thank you. So, and I can say that that because I'm your friend. You're one of my best friends. Yeah. So if you don't say that, like you're out of the fucking game. Dude, I remember somebody, I've told you this before, Uh but people have been like, you can't be friends with the same, or you can't be friends with someone you're attracted to. And I was like, bullshit. One, I'm bisexual. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> yes, I can. And I do well. Yeah. And then two, yeah, Mariah. And like, I've sent pictures, like people have asked you, like asked me about the podcast and be like, what does Mariah look like? And I've sent them a picture of you. Mm-hmm. And they've been like, oh my God, she's hot. How do you behave yourself? Sitting in, and I'm like, You're oh so yeah, sweet. that's right. She is hot. I forgot. So sweet, Brady. <laughs> yeah. Oh, never mind. This is left field and we were Mm, shiny keys and i'm gonna just put the shiny keys away yes 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 okay so communication yes going back and forth sorry hey is this one of your unmet needs okay so nonviolent communication theory go look it up go find ways to start practicing (sighs) this in any interaction you can biggest things are considering both parties i need to recognize my unmet needs i need to recognize your unmet unmet needs and I need to be prepared to listen to those. Another big, big, big piece of that is looking at observations. Um, again, and not like conclusions, right? Oh. Whoa, that was like a guitar strum. I just barely flicked it. Sorry, <laughs> my bad. Um, so what's an observation? I noticed you didn't put away... Um, the dishes not you never fucking put away the dishes you're so lazy yeah that is me making a judgment and a conclusion nonviolent communication theory a really good communicate healthy communication is just pointing out the a very objective very facts the dishes didn't get put away is there something going on you know there's something funny about that okay I, st- I stayed up late last night to do the dishes because Jamie's coming home from Wisconsin today. <laughs> and I want to get caught with the same dishes in the sink that she left with. Right? Okay. You know? So it happens. And instead of me saying like, and me even jumping in, jumping to conclusions or getting pissed, you never put the dishes. There is no room for absolutes. I'm, I'm guilty of that. I get there in trouble for that. There is no room for absolutes. Yeah. Are you a fucking robot? You seem pretty absolute about not allowing absolutes. There is nothing absolute. There is You seem always... very absolute about that. Right? <laughs> Sorry. We well, are... it's like it's like in science, right? They can't prove anything. Hmm. But we know for sure that the earth is round and it orbits the sun. But so, we can't prove it. Instead of saying you never, you always, this is always what it is. Mm-hmm. You never do that. Like that's another way to trigger someone. That's not a healthy communication strategy. I'm noticing a pattern of the dishes not getting done very frequently. How, when you hear that, what's the difference between you never do the dishes? Well, I feel like I'd do them a lot. 
okay, Brady. <laughs> if you're not asking me. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. But yeah, no, it, so- it sounds totally different. Right? Yeah. Does it give you room to it's, respond? It's funny because I was just thinking about like if Jamie came at me and she was like, you never do the dishes. I'd probably be like, yeah, you're, yeah. that's because they suck. I don't like doing them. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, I don't do them in my if house. If you want me to do them, ask me and I will, but I fucking hate them. <laughs> I don't frequent, I, I, it's a rarity that I now, oh. I do dishes now, but I do a lot of other things. So I'm okay with that. We're okay with that. I yeah. think we're okay with that. I think we've communicated. There's a couple things I could. Why don't you like dishes? Because water's gross? No, more because I do almost everything else household wise. Oh, okay. and so that was the one thing I'm like. You guys can do some fucking dishes. The kids are big enough to yeah. do dishes, you know. Like it, this isn't a very complicated thing. A dishwasher, yeah, it's kind of pricey, but like, how badly could you fuck up a dishwasher, right? I don't think it can. You just put stuff in it and shut it. Yeah, but my washer and dryer, my clothes washer and dryer, you have to separate colors. It's yeah. high. I have to stand on my tippy toes because it has a base and then they're front loaders to touch buttons and fill it up, right? <laughs> this stuff. Fuck you. Fuck you right now. So I have a little stool in my laundry room, but I'm like, hey, you know what? I'm fine doing the laundry. It's not that much. And I I do enjoy folding clothes. So I do you actually like separate clothes. colors and darks and stuff? I most definitely do. Really? Mm-hmm. I've never done that a day in my life. Well, you probably have never had a bright red um dress and washed it with some white pants and now you'll have pink dress and pants yeah (laughs) i've never i've never had a bright red dress (laughs) i feel like we're missing out brady but i've really never had colors run honestly i feel like these colors don't run baby i feel like the laundry detergent we fuck okay go ahead go ahead i'm sorry you're so hard (laughs) today and it's hot i think the heat's getting to both of us we're all just um well, okay, so no absolutes, super important. That's something I'm guilty of. I'll tell Jamie, like, you never... But how does that feel to you if someone says, you never, you're never mean or never nice to me. You're always so mean. How does that make you feel as a person that is needing to be accepted, loved, seen, validated? It might depend, it might depend on the person. It definitely depends on the person. Because I feel like if someone at work said that to me, eh. like yeah, because we're talking about romantic relationships. We're talking about partnerships that are really important that we do want to foster. We do want to be healthy communication. Right? Yeah. If Jamie told me I was never nice to her, I'd be like, "What the fuck? I built you a basement." Mm Hmm. If that's not nice, I don't know what it is. You shut up. But maybe that's not her need. Yeah. I mean, you know it's her need because you and her have had those conversations. But if you're seeing that as her need, you're fulfill you're trying to fulfill that need, but she's never said your phone's going off. Oh my god. <gasps> Ten push-ups, let's go. I turned it off. Um that sound says otherwise. I don't know why the fuck that guy would think it's okay to call me on a Sunday night at seven o'clock. All right. I did look right there. It says turned off. Oh, Brainy. See, this is why you need an iPhone. Okay, quit making sounds. Put it away. Lock it. Let's go. Fucking ruining my show. Sorry. Your phones. I'm just kidding. You never turn off your phone, Brady. How does that make you feel? You're probably right. <laughs> no, but don't you want to already hurry and jump to and well, say, I but argue I do. With you and be like, yeah, I do. I but just, I do. I don't know why I did that. I know you don't. And yeah. most, most, most mistakes everyone makes 
isn't intentional. Yeah, so, right. Most mistakes are an accident. Yeah, or so a you mistake. can just say. So you can just say, "Thank you for letting me turn off my phone." Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Did you need me to say thank you? No, but no. I'm just saying. There we go. And then it ends. Yeah. You validated that I was a little like. I mean, honestly, I don't care at this point. But I mean, we don't have a guest. If there's a guest, sometimes I'm like, oh my god, I'm so embarrassed. I don't know why it rang. It shouldn't have rang. It's okay. It no, it bugs me. I want to know what's wrong with my. I needed my phone not to ring. No, I can talk to technology. <laughs> you however can totally I want talk to, to inanimate <laughs> objects. That's like my that. phone. That fucking, it shouldn't have rang, and yeah, it's dumb, and I'm going to throw it away if it doesn't fix itself. This computer should have worked <laughs> the way it needed to. Yeah, right, 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 right. But I need, when I need we're Elon working, Musk to come fix my phone. When we're working with human beings who have emotions, yeah, who need to be validated and loved and heard. Sure. It's really, we got to be careful with those things. So no absolutes, just taking in observations, not judgment. So staying out of judgment as much as we can and catching ourselves when we're in judgment. I'm definitely guilty of absolutes. Yeah. Definitely guilty of being a little judgmental. We all are though, especially when we're frustrated. There's times that I'm like internal, my internal dialogue is like, you never fucking do this. And then I just get mad and you... (laughs) Apparently, I sound like a beatboxer when I do that. Um, no, you sound like Yosemite Sam. That's uh, a freaking. What's that guy's name? I don't even know. From the show? Whatever. Carry on with your life. Anyway, so all those things, right? It's mm-hmm. really important. So recognizing the unmet need mm-hmm. is a big, big piece. That takes a lot. You have to know about yourself. You have to know what's needing. What are you needing? What are you missing? Can you even put that into words? Have you been able to pinpoint it? And then if you do, and then if you talk to your partner about it and your partner recognizes it and accepts it and is helping you work on it and it still isn't what was needed, you guys are together to find what is missing. Yeah. Like this isn't, you told me to do the dishes and that was your unmet need and I've been doing them and you know, I'm going to throw it back in your face and you know, it's like, I guess it was really more of, I just wanted help around the house. And I wanted you to recognize that I do a lot. And that was my need. And I saw it first as the dishes because that's what was apparent to me Mm -hmm. until it was more. Yeah. And really realizing that I don't have to have that answer right now. You don't have to have that answer right now. But we get to work on that continually together. Yeah. All right. What do you take? What are your takeaways from this episode, Brady? What stood out to you? I saw you writing a few things. Down I did. On I your took paper. notes. Yeah. Um, well, you said that I needed to read about nonviolent communication theory, I, which, which I'm like, one of the things that I forget sometimes is that mm-hmm. even though I don't like beat Jamie, I'm still a loud, big, you know, I'm not big, but like I'm a guy, right? And so, like, one of the things that she said that is like, when guys yell, it can be fucking scary. It's very intimidating and it's a huge control thing. So if you're using it continually, it can be like a Oh, it's like bad for your body too. Yeah. To be that stressed out. Right? It's not healthy for anyone of that situation. It's not healthy for other people to even hear that too. Even though Jamie knows I'm not going to hit her when I'm like yelling, her body still is like, oh my God, scary. Yeah. But even though you got overcharged for gas at the pump... Your body doesn't know that it's not going to get hurt, but it reacts the same way. It's a Mm -hmm. threat. This is a threat, a financial threat. Totally. An emotional threat, a physical threat. Your body does not know the differences. It will react the same way. 
every single time. Totally. That's your bio responses. That's a flight, fight, freeze, and appease. Like we are, <laughs> why did your eyes get so big? We are built for that. And that's our amygdala that's working. We want a good amygdala. It helps us survive, but sometimes it doesn't always serve us. And so that's when we have to start asking ourselves, what's the unmet need? What's the threat? And how do I work with that? I had never heard the other two things. When you fight, said flight, fee- freeze, freeze and appease, freeze and appease. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you can freeze. But then sometimes a piece is another one that like people were like, I know you're angry. So I'm going to just tell you whatever you need to get a super not healthy. To, yeah. No, no, not at all. And so, but that is another one um, that, you know, haven't you ever heard of some of the animals that like throw their young at predators? Mm-hmm. That's an appease. <laughs> Eat this. I'm not shitting you. That's, Eat this, not me. <laughs> it's a survival tactic. Yeah. So if you want to see it, like what it looks like in the wild before our brains were, we had like frontal lobes developed. But um, it is fucking hot. It is hot. I'm it's, sweaty as hell. Send this. Sp- You're taking away a few things. Read up yeah. on nonviolent communication. I'm going to try not to use absolutes with Jamie. And I love that you said try. You're going to try it. I'm probably, I'll, I'll probably fuck it up when I'm upset. Practice. Sure. Well, it's just and like just when. Continue more awareness. That's what we're trying to take away from today. We're when, expanding our awareness. Well, it's like, like you said, when we started the conversation off, when you notice that you're having PTSD, well, it's like, I usually don't notice it when I'm fucking angry because I'm having a flashback that's making me protect myself. Okay. So I want to tell a funny story about getting I want to hear this funny story about getting your needs met Get, or well, not, not met. Not my needs, but so. Someone else. My poor dad. Um, <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. I just started laughing as soon as you said, "My poor dad." My, Mama. My, <laughs> That's so funny. No, my, it, it's Sorry. a fucking hilarious story. So, I mean, he, you know, he, he was struggling with alcoholism at the time, and him and my mom were going back and forth fighting. And she finally asked him to leave the house, and he was like, "Fine," you know. So he like hooked up his trailer and uh, went and took his trailer to a trailer park. But uh, like the day after, he calls me and he goes, "Hey, I got a friend coming." And I need you to meet him in the yard. And I was like, what do you mean? And he's like, he's just dropping something off that I needed for this project around your house, around the house. So you're going to have to help your mom with it. And so I, I walk outside and I see this dump truck and I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? And this dump truck backs up to our front yard and unloads a pile of human shit. (gasps) Oh. (laughs) <laughs> the day after my dad got kicked out of the house 17 tons of recycled waste from the waste treatment center what petty no 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 what he ordered that shit fucking weeks before he got kicked out oh i thought this was just a shitty <laughs> way the, to get back at no your it's mom. the worst the worst inconvenience so like everyone in my family is like calling my dad screaming at him for like dumping human shit on the front yard and my poor dad is like why do i you was want trying to take care of the yard shit. it's really good fertilizer mm. we killed the yard we put so much of it on there i'm telling you we raised the yard by like three inches by the time we spread that whole thing out <laughs> i'm sorry oh, okay <laughs> i didn't realize that was coming usually i'm pretty good with that shit like no pun intended yeah we may need to be done with that story that hit me so wrong that's well the yard it killed the yard but then it came back Mm. and it was like we had the best yard in the neighborhood for like like months i'm like and then it didn't it didn't look like shit i know but i'm also like, like i'm also like really warm 
in the yeah. studio right and now and we're talking about human shit and you shoveling it and being hot outside i'm like <laughs> <laughs> it was but my poor dad is like oh and we're God. all calling him like why the fuck would you do this to mom and he's like oh, i was just trying to make the yard nice uh, so well he was his need was i wanted to take care of the yard and my mom was like this fucking asshole the day after he moves out orders a truckload of shit <laughs> that's horrible okay it, it was pretty funny unmet needs wow where are you going you're going air conditioning oh okay well we're gonna hurry and oh, end sorry first you're gonna jump on it okay unmet needs communication yeah just don't come at people try not to be defensive mm-hmm. take a minute to try to listen to someone else's unmet need <laughs> maybe we'll talk about listening another time but i'm not the best one to listen i know my brain's always i know i tell jamie the best time to get me is right after work when I'm still on my medication during the week. And I try to have hand signals. I realize I'm like, Kate, Brady, stop. But I love you so much. I try. Um, thank you all for listening to our podcast. I hope you took something away from today to build upon in your own private, wonderful, sexy, and salty lives. If you want to ask us questions, you always can send us an email at saltysexcast at gmail.com. Come follow us on Facebook. We do some fun things there. Um, Twitter is around. It's there, Brady. Yeah, I don't ever look at it anymore. Okay, okay. I well, got a new phone and I got a, I can't remember the password. That's okay. That's okay. It's so, an unmet need of the podcast and we'll get there one day. I've got the old phone that still works. And if you want to support our podcast, you can become a patron for as low as $5 a month at patreon.com forward slash salty sex cast. We give exclusive content. We have like a live Q&A that you can come to and ask us any question. Bring all the fun things. Um, And please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It just makes my heart and loins so happy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, now I got to get an Apple product and leave your review. All right, everyone. (laughs) Stay sexy and salty. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Salty Sex Cast. Ready for round two? Find us on Facebook.